Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. This used to be a politics and history podcast, but now it is a podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. I'm one of your hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a screenwriter in L.A. And I'm your other host, Abraham Lincoln, 16th president of the United States, but also a screenwriter in L.A. Abe, um, we, we're, we're gonna, we've got a topic in mind today, but I have a few things I wanted to touch on real quick. First of all, they announced that Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall are going to host the Oscars. Ugh. I mean, and I want, I want our audience to know this is nothing about them. They're all great. It's just, um, if you're not regular listeners, Abe and I pushed pretty hard for the two of us to host the Oscars, and this just it's just a crappy way to find out. They never tell you in this business. I really, I really expected like two things when I got into this business. One, I'd yeah. be instantly successful beyond right. anything I could fathom. Make a lot of money. Yes, yes. And yeah. two is that when you don't you get something, when you're not selected for something, you're not cast as something, we're not hired for something, they give you a courtesy call to say, Hey, we're gonna go with somebody else. But nope. They just post who they got and that's how you find right. out. Yeah. And I maybe this is naive of me, but I felt like I've been here long enough to the point where I was owed a dinner where they would explain it to me. Like they'd take us out to a nice steakhouse or something like that. And they'd tell us like right before the entree. Boy, a steak sounds good right now. Oh my God. I would love a steak. We've been doing okay. Uh, We're actually, we're doing better than we ever have because we don't have anything. And that means we have, we have nothing to hold us back. That's kind of our, that's kind of our artist mantra for 2022. We're better. uh, We have nothing to lose because we have nothing. Yeah. We have nothing. Period. Yeah, to lose. To, to lose. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so that's the gist. But yeah, a steak sounds so good because we've been eating oh. a lot of these like soft pretzels that are at the mm-hmm. improv theaters. Um, which they mm-hmm. it seems like they didn't take out of the improv theaters that that we Abe and I both live in abandoned improv theaters in L.A. That if you if you're new to the show, um, it seems like they just didn't get rid of some of these soft pretzels when they like got came into the place and took out all the stuff. Uh, but yeah, anyways, we're doing great. We are doing great. And despite the Oscars trying to bring us down, the Academy Awards trying to steal our momentum, they're not going to be able mm-hmm. to because we're just still crushing it over here. That's absolutely right. I did have one other thing I wanted to respond to. Um, if you're a regular listener of the show, you know that I, I recently um, appeared on another podcast called Terror in Tinseltown. Um, it was a true crime podcast about an acting coach I was on. And I just want to say that there were hours and hours of audio that wasn't used. I, it felt like she used the worst clips of me, like asking for food and stuff like that, which, you know, we had email correspondence ahead of time where I asked for the food. It wasn't like out of nowhere, but I think the thing that bugged me is that she named the episode, the stupid student. And I don't know who she's, referring to when she titled it that because let me say this if she's talking about the women that got cajoled into murdering people or allegedly that's wrong she shouldn't have done that and i just want to say that right now whoever she thinks the stupid student is in that class they're not stupid so listeners you might be a little bit lost if even if you did listen to that episode but timothy got in with a wonderful acting teacher and this teacher turned out to be not so wonderful because he had a lot of female students in his classes and he was allegedly you know yeah. getting them to murder 
all sorts of people across Southern California that he had a grudge uh, against. Um, and anyway, uh, Timothy was in a bunch of pictures with this guy online, looking like they're having the most. We don't fun. need to get into yeah, we don't need to get into that stuff. The good news is that this podcast, Terran Tinseltown, despite you know with some unfavorable editing towards our friend here, Timothy, did clearly exonerate you, my friend. Yeah, uh, right. It made it clear that you had nothing to do with his plots and his schemes, and that you didn't murder anyone, and he didn't even try to get you to murder someone. Correct, yeah. So that's good news, at least. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I did kind of feel like we had a connection, uh, me and the host of that show, but it doesn't matter. Oh, the host of the Terror and Tinseltown show? Yeah. Yeah, well, I apologize that she kind of burned you that way with all the yeah. edits about asking for food. I'm not, I'm not being attracted to you, yeah. Um, let's. It doesn't matter. It's uh, water under the bridge now. Abe? I did want to ask. It's... Oh, yeah. Well, I was just wondering... So your acting teacher, uh, what was his name again? Robert Wolin. Yes, Robert Wolin. He so he was he auditioned for Friends back in the day. Correct. That's something he would have been a great guest on the Friends on Friends podcast. He really would have. I mean, um, I think in my head I wanted to save him for us for like a big episode, so I never passed him along to um, the former presidents who hosted that Friends show. Does that make sense? I, it's it's um it's kind of backstabby, but I just it never came together, anyways. No, it's not backstabby. It's it's front facing. You are right. This is how business is done in, in Los Angeles. You got to look out for yourself, and that's something that we weren't doing for too long. And now no. we're only out here looking for ourselves, so <laughs> that's why we're going to be looking at success soon. And speaking of success, Abe, there's a big blockbuster coming out, and um, I think it speaks to a broader trend that you and i we haven't talked a lot about this but i think we need to get get on board with i'm talking of course of the uncharted movie uh if you don't know uncharted it was a video game on uh sony playstation consoles there were like four or five of them and now they're turning into into a movie just like they made um pokemon detective pikachu and (laughs) pokemon detective anyways and the sonic movie uh did great it's coming out with a sequel and I just feel like, Abe, <clears throat> you and I need to get on board with writing video game screenplays. Now, Abe, you're not a huge gamer. Am I right in in uh, describing you that way? You are right. Yeah. Since you've been back, you've been more of a you've been more of a movie buff. I'm I've been a gamer for a long, long time. Um, it's a hobby of mine. And I thought today, and you identify I, as a gamer. Like people will say that you know a lot of different things and like we're out at bars trying to meet people you know both yeah. like you know romantically but also professionally trying to network and you know meet with other screenwriters and producers people always ask like oh where are you and people say like oh i'm a director and they ask you and you say i'm a gamer yeah and i say it really loud and then i usually will follow it up with something like what ending did you get at chrono trigger and then the executive um will kind of look at you, will kind of look at you to be like what's going on um but yeah it's just kind of a power play just so i they, i let them know that i'm a gamer and that's cool yeah what's that we were at a restaurant and you were like hey where are the restrooms and you went back to the hallway with the restrooms and they were labeled for ma- male and female and you yeah. said uh, excuse me uh, excuse me waitress waitress i see male and female but i don't see gamer that's right yeah i definitely i definitely identify as a gamer and i try and get that out there and as much you, as possible i don't know if you were 
it, it seemed to me like you weren't being you you were being sincere at the at the time when you asked her that but then right after that when she looked at you kind of confused you kind of played it off like you were like like real smooth like you know like making a joke to try to get her attention i was like do you want to play portal 2 co-op and she kind of walked away uh really fast back to a table yeah and then she well she went gotten one of the cooks and said you got to get out of here Anyways, and that was um, yeah, because okay. neither of us had ordered anything. I mean, we were sitting at the table trying to get on the Wi-Fi of other people's phones. That's right. We were we were hoping someone had opened a hotspot in the restaurant. This is a normal thing you do in L.A. I just want people to know. honestly, it ha- you know, once every three days, we're lucky we get a yeah. hotspot. Yeah, you check all of your emails as fast as possible. It's a lot of ads, but then you try and respond to any of them. Anyways, just that's just LA stuff. But yeah, I'm a I'm a gamer, big old gamer. Um, and I thought tonight I would just kind of um, I just kind of pitch uh, Abe a few uh, video game properties that you and I might be able to adapt um, into screenplays. First one, you know, there's a lot of talk about Chris Pratt playing Mario in the the Mario movie. I say we we hop onto this franchise, but we do one of the lesser known ones. You and I write the screenplay for Mario teaches typing. Okay, and here's my thought. Yeah, here's my thought. There, we start out. Mario's looking at himself in the mirror. He takes a drink of like bourbon. We see the countertop. I got this. The the, the sink counter. It's got all sorts of empty prescription pill bottles. He's searching right. around for something. He can't find any. He's got a gut hanging out of his italian undershirt he's got a scratch with a little blood on the side of his face what do we start hearing all around me are familiar faces embraces mario looks up and he says it's a me nobody and then he he hits the mirror with his fist and it cracks and you see the blood kind of drip down his fist. Um, that's like, if I was going to give a sizzle reel, that's kind of the, that's kind of the tone for the Mario, um, teaches typing movie. Plus it's Christmas. It's Christmas. Yes. And you, you see, you see Mario pull up outside of a, a nice home inside peach is, uh, handing out presents to like little Mario's and little peaches. Um, and then and Bowser comes downstairs. Bowser comes down. He's got like a smoking jacket on. He's like, Oh, the little ones all opened their presents yet. Right. Mario is outside in the car. Uh, mad world just blasting at this point. He takes his cigarette. He puts it out on his hand just to feel something. Uh, Bowser goes to the window, locks eyes with Mario and then closes the blinds. Yeah. Yeah. Then Mario's he he tries to drive off, but his car won't start. So he has to leave his car. And so he's walking on the side of the road. Right. And I don't mean to I don't mean to take over your pitch. Take it, take it, man. He's walking down the side of the road and suddenly some rich businessman or, or a, a black car pulls up and the window in the back seat rolls down and um the it's a businessman and said uh the businessman says, all right, I'll give you $50 to let me stuff my evil inside you. And Mario's like, make it 60 And then 
they gets in the car they drive off for a while and then they th- then like you know they throw mario out of the car after a little while and mario's like it's uh what about my money and they throw him like a 20 right and the guy says the businessman says merry christmas the next day christmas day let's say mario shows up at a um and mad world has kind of faded out at this point mario shows up at, at a vocational school they say you stink what are you doing here and he says it's a me mario i need to know how to type and then title screen that's that's the tone we're going for with mario teaches typing i think there's a typing teacher too who says something like i i i can never teach you to type you're too old you're too slow right right and then we see a montage of him learning to type him sweating him like drinking raw eggs working out doing sit-ups maybe he stops by peach's place and he just gives her some money and then walks away you know and then that business man pulls up on the side of the road of him again because he's still walking everywhere because his car is still broken right. down in her driveway. The business man's like, hey, you ready for round two? <laughs> and, you know, and maybe he doesn't. Yeah, maybe yeah. this time he, he doesn't. He says no. Yeah. And then the car starts driving off and then Mario's like, wait, okay. <laughs> But no, but Mario's actually kind of like a little more into it this time. Yeah, this time, yeah. This time is like more of a party. Yeah, like exactly. we hear like party of the USA kind of play. Yeah. My hands up, play my song, and the we don't, cars yeah, just rock it back and forth. <laughs> we don't want to spoil the rest of of kind of what we're gonna do, but that's that's the general tone. We're yeah, because going there's with. gonna be like yeah. tons of I I assume tons of time in the movie where we're just watching him type. Like, yeah, I would say. If we're going to do two and a half hours plus two post-credit scenes, uh, and we'll talk about what the post-credit scenes are too. Um, if we're going to do two hours, two and a half hours, it's going to be at least an hour and 45 minutes of typing, I would say. At least. Yeah. Him screwing up spelling different words, him trying to get his words per minute up. Now that I'm thinking about it, post-credit scenes are like, congratulations, Mario. Um, your typing was so good, you got this new job. Why don't you meet your new boss? banana peel gets thrown thump 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 this is your boss donkey kong blackout that's the mid credit scene post credit scene oof, that's tough that's tough maybe we'll do the comedy one as the as, as the final post credit scene maybe the maybe the party guy pulls up one more time and uh he's like hey do you want a party and marty goes yeah i want a party with you for the rest of my life and then he pulls out an engagement ring Maybe that's the final post credits. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. No one steal that. We, they, we got some, Yeah. Yeah. We just came up with that right away. We, yeah. Um, here's another one. Bit more of a risque property. This is called... And Abe, this is a real video game. Don't ask me why I know what that this is a thing. It's called BMX XXX. It is a BMX uh, trick video game kind of like tony hawk but people can uh perform naked and they show their naked bodies with like playstation graphics so just thought that maybe there's like um you know a kid comes to a new no wait let's let's age him up let's say a college student comes to a new college and there's like a ton of bmx bikers at this college 
And they're like, you could never make it on our BMX team. And he's like, yeah, I bet I could. I'm, I was the best BMX biker in my neighborhood before I had to move here. And they're like, well, show us your dick. And he's like, what? And they're like, show us your dick. And he's like, well, okay, let's go back around. You know what, Abe? I don't know if this is going to work as a movie. I'm just, I'm, I'm blanking here. Yeah, to me, I feel like he tries out for the team. He doesn't make the team. And he's like, ah, yeah. I can't make the team. But one night, he's just doing some biking stuff. And, and you yep. know, the team, they come up. and they, Or maybe he makes a team, but he's, like, new on the team, and they don't like him. So he's out, and he's in the locker room, showering after practice one day. They steal all his clothes. So he has to bike home naked. And he's trying to bike home before anyone can see him. Cause like, you and know. you know what? He's a little bit faster. He's way faster. That's what I was thinking. And suddenly he's like, well, I wonder how if I get air. He gets so much air. He starts yeah. doing so many tricks, 360s. and He's unencumbered by clothing. And people are like, wow, look at him. Hey, he's naked. Yeah, who cares? He's so good at this. So he's like, guys, I discovered a whole new style. And they're like, all right, yeah. cool. So everyone does it. And their whole team on the college team are all naked. And the girls, they come and they watch. And then yeah. the the dean, he comes, though, and he's like, nope, not in my nope. campus. This is an esteemed educational institution. You will not mm-hmm. sully our name. And so he shuts them down. So they have to right. go off campus, but then the whole town follows, and they raise enough money so that the dean says, okay, this could be good for the school. And then the, the he's got a he gets a girl. Maybe it's like the dean's daughter. Perfect. I love it. Makes a, a connection with the dean. Yeah. And then there's a big final throwdown between the team naked and the team not naked, and the team naked wins. Boom. We we did it. Yeah. Probably only one post credit scene. Probably. Gosh, that's tough. That's tough. Um. Maybe it's like. Yeah, you've tried. Yeah, you've tried naked BMXing, but look up there. What's that? And then there's a naked skydiver. You know what? We'll keep working on that. I don't feel 100% behind that idea. Yeah, I think the next team is the next the next thing is like there's a there's got to be a co-ed naked like It's like they're building an Avengers of naked extreme sports people. Oh, well, there we go. That's what it is. Yeah. You guys got a naked snowboarder yet? <laughs> one last listen, one last idea, Abe, that I think could really be cool. Um, and that is Kirby Superstar. As you know, Kirby, little pink fluff ball, inhales his enemies, takes on their powers. Here's what I'm seeing. We see Kirby staring into a mirror. Um, blood down the side of his face. He takes a swig of bourbon. <laughs> Mad World plays, of course. He doesn't speak because Kirby doesn't say anything. Um, he waddles outside and someone comes up and says, Hey, Kirby, are you lost? Kirby sucks him up. Kirby takes on his powers. Oh, this is what it is. Abe, this is a movie. It's talented Mr. Ripley. Kirby becomes another person being, and then like, Stays married to their wife, raises their kids, and the whole time, the whole time, the family kind of knows. And they're, because their dad's like kind of pink now. But it turns out Kirby's like a better dad than this guy. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Then the 
inevitable happens where Kirby and the dad split somehow. Yeah. The family has to decide if they want Kirby or if they want their original dad. Yeah. And maybe, listen, maybe the dad learns something. Maybe the family learns something. Maybe the dad is also like, you know, Loki, one of the most um, wanted international <laughs> drug dealers in the world. And Kirby's just like, whoa, I signed up to be a family man. I didn't know I was going to have to be running keys all over the <laughs> right. over the eastern seaboard. So he's always like having to go to shady nightclubs and make deals with Serbians and all these things. But he just wants right. to spend time with his family. But he ends up like growing the business because he gets a whole bunch of people like, you know, addicted to new like pills. Right. And so, yeah, Kirby's like, all right, I guess. So when the dad comes back, the dad's like, maybe the dad's like Albanian. He's like, we must kill Kirby. He take my take my family from me. Right. Um, and. I feel yeah showdown between the mobsters and Kirby and Kirby recruits like all the friends he made as a drug dealer like hey remember right. I, I was actually would when we were friends the time we went to the sauna and you know hung out that was actually me not not the Albanian guy that I took over so all these friends see that it was actually Kirby that made their life better and not the bad guy yeah all these people who dropped out of college because they like had a substance abuse problem they're like hey I owe everything to Kirby. And Kirby gave him a second chance. That's right. Yeah. Kirby wins. Uh, but at the same time, even though the, the dad's gone away for a long time, he recognizes that he was not the best dad and that, you know, he could have done a lot better. Yeah. The FBI descends on the whole dance off because I figure that's how the showdown was. Is Kirby? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah. yeah. They have a dance off. They drag away the, the, the Albanian guy, um, the, the, the dad. And his kids right. run up to him, and he's just like, "I'll do better. I'll you come visit. I'll do better." And, right. So yeah. Um, and then I don't even know if that one needs a post credit scene. I think I think a solid three and a half hour. We're talking end game length, and and we get out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, maybe the post credit I mean, scene is that Kirby accidentally, like, so here's what it is. Okay. Post credit scene is we take you to the Oval Office. We got the commanders in chief, and they say, "Sir, right. um, someone is, is has since, you know, Russia's got lo- nuclear weapons. They're launching any minute now. Yeah, we need General to prepare. Stuff. Yeah, uh, we need a pair of response. What do you want us to do?" And then the big Oval Office chair turns around, and it's just Kirby, and he's like, "Oh!" And then it's like blackout. Blackout. I love it. Well, there we go. We got some work to do because we got three screenplays that are just, you know amazing on paper anyways honestly this is good exercise for those of you at home is like just look around your house see something and be like okay what's the movie version of that like video games exactly no problem tim you got nudie books we should make movie versions of the nudie books which is a lot of movies nowadays you know yeah maybe i look around and i see i see plant what's the plant movie you know i see bag of pistachio nuts is there like a, a family comedy there that seems like a Pixar movie, a whole bunch of nuts, like everyone's Absolutely. nuts. How about this? We got two die here, like for, uh, like, just roll the die. Yeah. That's a movie right here. Yeah. Just like a couple die. Dude, folks, look around your apartment and do that yourself. Figure out what the movie is and then write roughly a 120-page screenplay about it. And listen. Hit us up at 15minuteslinkin at gmail.com. That's numerical, one five minutes linkin at gmail.com with your uh, screenplay pitches based on those ideas or your full fleshed out screenplay. And Abe or I will give you 
notes on that screenplay. We sure will, and we're happy we to will. take a story credit for the trouble. Yeah, I mean, at least a special thanks, just because like we were involved in the you getting the idea. Abe, any last uh, tips for anyone thinking about um, putting together a video game movie? Yeah, I mean, just do what we did. You won't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, uh, we will see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.